Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This is episode 42 of More Than a Word. This week, talking about the word creativity, I'm joined by guest Shabano Farid. Shabano, thank you so much for coming on the show today. You're welcome. I'm really excited to be here. So first, we just kind of like to have you tell everyone a little bit about who you are, what you do, so we can get to know you a little better. Yeah, of course. Um, so I'm a creative at Vice Media on the branded content team. Um, outside of my role here at Vice, I am a filmmaker and a writer and poet based out of Brooklyn. Um, I'm from Pakistan. I was born there and moved to the States when I was four. And since then, I've really just been creating my own projects and working on a few things um, that kind of started later in life. But um, more so very recently, I've just started creating a lot more content. Well, that's great for our word today, right? I mean, I was going to say both by by official trade, but also by your uh, your passions. It sounds like you're a creative at heart. And so we're talking about the word creativity. There must be a reason for that, right? So with without any more, I just want to hear what does creativity mean to you? Yeah, that's a very good and loaded question. I'm going to have a lot to say. Go ahead. Um, so I'm a very passionate person. Um, I've always been that way. I have a very dynamic background. I come from a very liberal family. Um, that's Pakistani Muslims. It's very um, a hybrid of sorts. Mm -hmm. It's something that you don't normally see, and I think that's really the fuel of my creativity. So creativity to me means a million things. So I'll give you a little background and then I'll kind of go into it. Um, like I said, I was born in Pakistan, uh, raised in Maryland and Virginia. I have an older sister, so it's us four. We all immigrated here in about uh, 1997. And it, we were very much the foreign family in the, in the rural suburbs of Maryland when we first moved here. And my mother's an artist. My mom's an um, oil painter and, a, you know, all types of art. We, I learned history through going to museums with my mom um, in D.C., the mall. And um, she would just take us around and tell us all about history through paintings and different time periods and things such like that. And growing up, I always thought I didn't inherit my mother's creativity. And it was something that I wanted so badly. I thought it was so amazing that my mother was just so good at doing anything she wanted to do. She was such a DIY person. She still is. She's very much a resourceful person and she's very passionate and she's very strong-willed in the sense that she'll find a solution. And all these things, what I'm saying right now, don't sound like they're creative, right? They're very sound like strategic, but I think that is creativity. Like my mom is inherently a creative person because she's an artist, but at the same time, just growing up, both of my parents, just the way that we were taught to live life morally with our values, I think that has a huge stress on creativity in my life now, the values that I hold really true to myself. So, um, again, like I was saying, so I grew up thinking that I wasn't really creative and I always wanted to stress that gene. And that was like when I was in elementary school and then we moved to Virginia when I was in middle school and I was so upset because I didn't have any friends. So I started writing a lot and 
I would just spend hours in my room writing poetry and I didn't share it with anyone other than my mom. And then my mom worked at a bookstore at the time and I went to work with her one day and there's a writer there who used to work with her on a, you know, he went to college and he was just a a bookstore clerk with her uh, part-time. And he read some of my poems and he said, you know, some of these are really good. You should, you should submit these. So I thought about it and I submitted to some local um, contests and I, I don't even remember what happened, but I kind of just stopped because I was also going through a very weird time in my life in middle school and high school where, um, and in elementary school, I would say any time after, you know, being a, I'm just going to blatantly say it, just being a brown immigrant person um, in the early 2000s was pretty difficult when you're growing up in that time. You are very, very different and you are known for being different. You're pointed out, you are told you're different every single day and not in a way that's unique and looked at in a way that's, wow, they're so unique, they're so cool. It's like you're different and you're the bad kind of different and we don't want that. So. I turned away from everything that I liked. I turned away from wanting to be creative. I turned away from my writing. I turned away from everything and just wanted to be normal. So I would act like other people in my school, you know, and try to put on this facade of a person that I grew to believe was me for a very long time. I would say very strongly in high school, I thought that that was the person I was. Um, And even in high school at the time, there's, you know, I was living these weird parallel lives where at school I was this one person that I thought would be accepted by everyone. I became like the comedian, the class clown, which, I mean, comedy is a huge outlet for me. Every My whole life is comedy. That is what I like. But a whole other side of me that really supports my comedy is this very vulnerable, sensitive person that I am outside of that. And I think I use comedy as a way to balance that out. So anyway, so I was living this parallel life in high school where I would go to school and I'd be this one person that people thought I was. And then when I came home, you know, I would, that's when YouTube had just started. I think I was like a sophomore in high school when YouTube had just started. And I would just go down rabbit holes of looking at YouTube videos and being like, oh my God, should I make a YouTube video? I want to make something. I just want to create something. But I never ended up doing it. There, there are definitely demos. I'll tell you, there are videos of me that I will never put up on the internet. But yeah, so it never happened. It never came to fruition. And and I swear I'm getting to a point. Um, and then, you know, I went to college and I really started living this life that I thought that I, that I was. And it wasn't really until um, senior year of college or end of senior year of college when I started to learn more about what was going on in the world. I started having a deeper appreciation of who I was. I started um, really finding out who this other side of me was, who is this like Pakistani person. And I think the reason why I had never felt creative before is because I never allowed myself to be myself. I always thought that I had to be somebody else. So, and then I had this like weird lack of creativity because I was like, well, why can't I be creative like my mom? Why can't I, why can't I paint? Why can't I draw? Why can't I do any of that. I kind of dismissed my poetry at at one point and never looked at it as creativity because I didn't associate it with something that I was trying to be. So I think creativity to me is 
everything and anything that makes you feel comfortable in your skin and allows you to express yourself in a way where you don't care. I want to say it in a way that's not like so raw, but it's basically to me, it's like I can be weird. I can be funny and I can be vulnerable and I can be sensitive all at the same time. I think that to me is my creativity. And after college, when I took a trip to Pakistan for the first time after like 10 years, that's when I really started seeing how much I liked myself, Mm -hmm. how much I liked where I came from, how much I liked being a Pakistani American woman, how much I liked being a woman, (laughs) you know, how much I loved fashion and art and music and just so many sides of me that I had dismissed for such a long time because I was so um, consumed by being accepted because for such a long time I wasn't. Um, I started not to care and like what people thought of me because I knew in my heart that I was a good person. So that's really when my creativity really started, I think. It was always there, but it was dormant. And after college, um, I went to school in Richmond, Virginia, and VCU, um, <laughs> and shout out. Um, and after that, you know, I had big dreams of moving to New York. I always did. My aunt lives here, and we would come once a month when I was growing up. And I told my mom when I was five, I was like, I'm moving here. And my mom was like, okay. And right after college, I was like, okay, I have to move there. And I wasn't getting any jobs, obviously. It was, you know, you can't just, like, get a job, like, mm-hmm. sometimes, like, especially right after school. Um, so my mom was going to Pakistan, like I said, um, and it was my first time going in 10 years. And I said, okay, I'll come, but you know what? I'm going to make a documentary. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, okay, do it. Yeah, that's great. We're going to go for two months, so make your documentary. And I wanted to do a documentary about learning about myself and my culture through the people that live in Karachi, Pakistan, because that's where I'm from. And I took interviews of over 30 people, every walks of life, people selling food on the street to the former minister of education, like everyone I could get my hands on. Um, I just interviewed them and I asked them, you know, what's it like living here? What's your experience? what do you do? What do you like? Just normal humanizing questions. And I came back to the States and was so determined to make this documentary. And then I realized I didn't go to film school. I went to business school and film is a production. You know, that's Mm. why there's so many people involved and it was really hard. But I was like, okay, I'm not gonna let this stop me. I'm gonna make this documentary. Long story short, um, I had moved to New York at around the same time I had gotten an internship, and so I just moved up, and um, and I started editing at the same time, but one thing led to another, and things don't really happen, but then finally, three years after I filmed, yeah, three years after I filmed, I came out with my first documentary, it's called Suffer, um, which means journey in Urdu, <laughs> which is my mm-hmm. native tongue, and it was definitely a journey. Um, but it was the first time I ever put out something that I wanted to put out. It was something that I was interested in, that I wanted to talk about, that I said, I'm right for this. I can do this. And I think that's a huge part of creativity. Not only is it vulnerability, it's a little bit of confidence. You need to be able to like yourself. You need to be able to like your work because it's subjective and people who don't like it 
are not necessarily wrong, they can have their opinion. And that's the thing about creativity, right? It's very subjective. Anything can be creative. I think that's the beauty of the word. It's anything that you make it. It just means think, think about something, keep thinking, think about it more. What does it mean to you? How does it mean to somebody else? Where can you meet in the middle? What about it is different than you've ever thought about it before? You know, it's so interesting. And every time I look back at this documentary that I've created, you know, obviously I find a million flaws, but at the same time, I say, that's so cool that I did that. You know, I'm very proud of myself for doing that. And that was the first leap I took. And then since then, it, that was really the catalyst for me starting my short films and really creating more of a narrative um, of stories out of Karachi, um, which is really cool. And I kind of found my niche there. So I think creativity is taking a chance. I think it's kind of defining what you like and how you see the world. And I think it just means so much. I'm, I mean, I could go on forever. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with what you said. I, uh, I often think of it as kind of an actionable extension of yourself, which I think is similar to what you're saying. Um, and I'm curious with that in mind then, you, you're talking about a lot of the, the journey you went through when you were trying to figure out what creativity looked like to you personally. Um, and, and for those out there, which I would argue is everyone that goes through that journey at one point or another, I often hear people say, I'm not creative. Because a lot of people mm -hmm. think of creativity as like drawing a mm -hmm. picture, something very yeah. basic like that. What would you say to someone else maybe after going through that journey, maybe you're still going through it. I, I, I feel that I definitely am still going through it. But for you now looking back on what you've accomplished so far, what would you tell someone who feels as maybe they're as though maybe they're not creative and or they just don't know what that looks like for them yet? I was actually thinking about this the other day. Hmm. Um, so I'm not a runner and it's something that I want to get into. It's not gonna happen now. But you know when you <laughs> say like, oh, I'm gonna like tomatoes in like two years. Like, yeah. you know, like you'll know you're gonna like tomatoes at some point. I'm like on that journey. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> So I'm not a runner, right? It's a muscle. Like it's something that you have to work. You work at running. You have to keep doing it and then you become good at like it. Like a habit. It's a habit. Yeah. Creativity is a muscle that you flex. Everyone is creative inherently. Everyone sees the world differently. That's creativity. You can see a painting and see so many different things. That's because you are thinking creative creatively. It's a muscle that unless you use it day in and day out, you don't think you have it. And for the longest time, I didn't think I have it. And I am living proof that you do and you can tap into it. And some people, you know, use creativity in a very strategic way, which is still in my definition of the word creative because you can be a creative strategist. That's mm. an actual job. Yeah, for sure. You know, that's like, how do you see this creative? But what's the strategy behind it? Why does it work? That's still thinking creatively. You have to think outside the box. And inherently when you're thinking and you're using that muscle and you're really digging into the, the why, the how, the where, the when, that is what gets your muscles going. That's what, you know, you're flexing them, you're using them. And it takes time sometimes and the creative process is not linear. Um, but if you have patience, you'll get there. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's a great solid answer obviously i i would agree once again i i then also think about again the action side of creativity and the mindset side of it 
if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So the kind of the creative mindset of just thinking maybe abstractly or on your own or however Mm -hmm. you would like to quantify it and then actually doing something creative, you know, in your own life. And I feel that there's often a point, a wall almost that individuals hit going from that point of Mm -hmm. mindset to action. And I wonder, have you ever had an instance that sticks out in your mind where that you were you were thinking creatively, you felt that energy, but you just didn't know how to translate it into a tangible form in the real world, if that makes sense? Yeah, I think that happens to me a lot. And I think that happens to a lot of my friends who I've met um, at Vice. And I'll say the best thing about working here is the people that you meet and the collaborations that you get out of it. Like so many of my friends that are from here have helped me shape my um, creativity and really help me, um, you know, harness and like manifest into it, like what it could be. Um, but it happens all the time. There's a project that I want to work on and I'm really excited about it. I draw it up and I'm so excited. But then as soon as I start shooting or I start filming something and it doesn't come out exactly how I want it, I get really discouraged and I'm like, oh, well, I don't want to continue this. I don't want to do it. And more recently, I would say in the past like six, seven months, I've been like, just keep going, just put it out there and get it done and move on because I'm only or not me but anyone is only going to get better if you just keep going and I think that's one thing that I didn't realize before is that not everything you put out has to be amazing it just has to be a process and creativity is a process you know it's it can only get better because you only start to trust yourself more yeah I love that absolutely love that I want to ask real quickly then in that vein. So we've talked a little bit about your creative journey as a child, um, how that even might've been being creative about simply survival or, or you know thriving in your environment. But then tell me in a few words how you ended up as a creative, the title at mm-hmm. Vice. So yeah, that was actually a journey. So I have my degrees in business marketing. Um, that was another reason, like growing up from an immigrant family, I really wanted to be a comedian or an actress my whole life. And my parents definitely supported me and wanted me to do whatever. They even put me in acting classes. But, you know, coming from a very like low income family, um, I would say we were like lower middle class, if that. Um, it wasn't my parents just wanted the best for me and really stressed that they wanted me to live a life that was that I could live um, comfortably and not have to stress about money. So I went into this business school thinking that, yeah, I'm just going to work in business or whatever, um, whatever. So I get out of school and I'm quickly pigeonholed into um, integrated marketing, which is strategy behind creative that you make with brands or whatever. Right. Um, and I did not like it. And I, I, I really, really did not like it. And I worked really hard as soon as, and this is before Vice actually. So then when I got to Vice, I was still in integrated marketing. But the beauty about working here, and I will say I'm very biased because I love this company. I've read the magazines. I'm very much in love with the space. Um, I find that this place has really, really been my manifestation of my creative um, wow. my creative outlet, my creative being, everything. I met people, I started talking to them about like, you know, what I want to do. I was in the strategy role for two years on Viceland, the TV network, and I voiced to all the marketing team people that I worked with, like, you know, I really 
I would love to help with the creative. Um, I feel like this brand is perfect for me. And they threw me projects. They said, sure, try it. What what can you create here? And it sort of ended up like working out really well. And then um, just recently, you know, that was like a process that happened within like two years. Like I was working on side projects for them. And then I started working on side projects for myself because that's the thing. It's if you if you want something, and this is me telling myself <laughs> it, four years ago, if you want something, you can't just expect someone to know that. You have to put it out on this, in the world and you have to show how bad you want it. So I started staying up late, started working on movies. All my weekends were spent working on films. And now to this day, my weekends, I don't feel fulfilled if I'm not actually editing something or doing a sketch or doing something. Like it's just come into my habit. It's right. become my routine. So working in that in tandem and also working within uh, Vice, uh, this role opened up about uh, two months ago, three months ago, and um, I just talked to my everyday people. I said, you know, I'd be really interested in being considered, and they said, wow, yes, definitely, let's consider you for this role, and it was honestly, thankfully, very seamless, and they put me in this role, and it's been incredible, and I'm just really happy about it because it's one goal that I feel like I can tick off and it's really something that I'm proud of. That's an amazing story and a fabulous place to finish up today. Once again, thank you so much for your time, for having me here to the space in Brooklyn. Uh, I've always wanted to check this place out as well, so it's really cool to be here in person and uh, to hear you know, your wonderful story and, and valuable insight into the word creativity and, and so much more. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, I'll give you the tour. Sounds good. <laughs>